Hello everyone, welcome to Cornerstone if this is your first time. It's lovely to have you here with us. Um, my name's Dan and I'm uh, one of the pastors here. And uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really thrilled that uh, we're able to gather tonight and to have a moment to breathe and to pause and to turn off the Christmas movies and put away all the wrapping and all the last minute uh, panics and worries because of things that we haven't got and then the storm comes in and ruins everything even further, right? And, uh, and you know what? You're right where you need to be now. This is the place where you need to be now. So I want us all just to take a breath in and sigh. Okay? That's good. It's a, it, is, it is good to be here. Wendy got this uh, piece of art at uh, Christmas market fair last year and uh, in her words she says this when she explains about it she says i loved the simplicity of it i usually place it next to a little nativity scene uh, carved out of wood on my corner shelf i often sit in the quiet of morning with my cup of coffee looking at the twinkling lights of the christmas tree while the kids are still asleep or just getting up and getting ready for the day and it says comfort and joy. Now me, when I'm awake, I'm different. I like to get up. Wendy likes to ease into the day with a cup of coffee, nice and slow. I like to blast into the day with <laughs> lights blazing and music blaring. And if you're any of my children, then you know what that means. Time to get up, wake up, music on, everything going. But in that moment of quiet that Wendy has actually cultivated, that, that I don't share in because that's not my morning routine, but in that quiet that, that Wendy has cultivated, she wrote this. She said, I sit in my chair and I look over and I see this sign, comfort and joy, and I often think to myself, what does that mean? What do I need today? Do I need more comfort or do I need more joy? And I'm wondering if you're sat here, I wonder what do you need more of? Do you need more comfort or do you need more joy? And then she asks herself um, things like this, how can God bring comfort or joy to me? And how did Jesus bring comfort and joy that first Christmas morning? Now, since we have a lot of talented and crafty people in our church and in our community, I thought I'd talk about quilts today. Now, I don't quilt myself. Surprise, that's one of the many things that I don't do is a quilt. Uh, Wendy doesn't quilt, but we've both been blessed by people who do quilt. A number of whom we have in the church. And so, as we look at these quilts we have this quilt that we received from a friend when we were getting ready to serve god overseas and then we have this this quilt from uh, our sister-in-law it was a baby blanket from when we were expecting our first child 16 years ago and so I want you to hear Wendy's reflection on quilts. She says this, quote, quilts are wonderful. I love how you can wrap yourself up in them and feel warm and safe and secure. Quilts bring calmness and security. Quilts bring calmness and comfort. 
And then she, she says this. This quilt is the one, and I'm going to wrap it around myself. She says that this quilt is the one that I turned to and I pulled around myself when I found out that we'd had a tragedy in the family and when the unthinkable happened. And it's the one that enveloped me when I got the news that my father had cancer. When no words could be said, these are Wendy's words, when no words could be said, no logical thoughts could be thought, I found comfort and a sense of safety in the quote that sheltered me from all that was going on outside. End quote. Now, now before I carry on, I want to point something out, which maybe you've worked out. This is not my message. This is a message that I heard Wendy preach last week to a group of seniors at Bethany Hope Centre where she works as the chaplain. And I heard her preach it and I said, you need to preach this on our Christmas Eve service. Now there's a lot going on in her life and in our lives at the moment with preparation for Christmas, with her responsibilities as a chaplain, with kids midweek, worship ministries here at Cornerstone, as well as my father-in-law being in the hospital at the moment. So instead, Wendy gave me the permission to preach her sermon, which is not as good as the real thing, but uh, I will do my best. Now, over this Advent, we've been focusing on this idea of encountering Emmanuel. And the Gospel reading for this week, Luke chapter 2, is a passage where we encounter Emmanuel, or Jesus, for the first time, and, and we've heard it read. It says, Joseph also went up from Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, which is, which is called Bethlehem. So there was a journey, because he was of the house and family line of David, to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in cloth, and she laid him in a manger, which is over here, because there was no guest room available for them. And I love that Jesus started his life wrapped up tightly in cloth, sort of like a first century quote. When, actually that's more of a Superman thing. <laughs> this is what I meant to do. Okay, we're not Superman. Jesus is the best Superman. And when my girls were young, I used to love wrapping them tightly in a burrito. A burrito. They were snug and they were safe and they were warm. And the tighter I could wrap them, okay, there was no, uh, you know, submerged anger there. Or, you know, I wasn't like, Falling asleep, you know, it was, uh, it was just love, and I wrapped them super tight, and the tighter I could get them, you know, the better. Because as I wrapped them tightly, but not too tight, <laughs> what I was doing is I was transmitting my love as a father to them. And so as Wendy sits on the, you know, on the sofa, and she meditates on that sign in the morning, and she reads these words, comfort and joy. She's receiving her Heavenly Father's love. He's wrapping her up in a blanket. He's wrapping her up in a burrito. You see, our God is a personal God. 
He's a heavenly father who cares about what is going on in your life right now. If there's something on your mind, something that you're going through right now, God knows about it and he cares about it and he's interested. He's, he cares about what you're facing, the hard circumstances that you're in, the heartache or the illness that wasn't expected. God is full of compassion and he's abounding in love. Here's a scripture, 2 Corinthians 1 verse 3, listen to this. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in our affliction. We read in the Bible that God sees the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. Psalm 147 verse 3. We read that God is a safe place, that he's a refuge in times of trouble. Psalm 46 verse 1. We read that he will always be with us and that we do not need to fear. Joshua 1 verse 9. We read that he will guide us through, through the valleys, that he will direct our paths. And knowing that God is with us, guiding us and helping us, that brings a lot of comfort. And I think one of the biggest comforts when we're going through difficult times is the knowledge that we are not alone. I often think, how do people go through what they go through without trusting in Jesus? John chapter 1 tells us that God made his dwelling among us. Okay, just think of that. God made his dwelling right among us. And in Matthew chapter 1 verse 23, we read of how the angel told Joseph the virgin will conceive and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Friends, Jesus chose to be with us. He chose to be with us. There's this writer, Asherita Chuchu, who writes this. This is mind-blowing when you think about it, that God himself set aside his brilliance. He took on human form and he became one of us. He walked among us. He ate, he laughed, he cried, he slept, he felt tired, he felt angry, he felt happy. He, the creator of the world, became as one of the created because he longs to be with us. And he was willing to do whatever it took, even setting aside his glory, even humbling himself up to the point of death on a cross, just to be with us forever. Amazing love. End of quote. And so this Christmas, is there an area of life, an area in your life where you need to know God's comfort wrapped around you like a comfort quilt? Would you turn to him and ask him to bring you a fresh awareness that he is with you, that he is on your side, as Romans 8 verse 31 says. And would you find your safe place, your shelter, your comfort in God? But quilts can also bring joy. They don't only bring comfort, but quilts bring joy. Joy is we marvel at the patterns and the colours and the fabrics and we see how all these little pieces of fabric all work together in a pattern, a piece of art, a combination of beauty. That's what we see here. Quilts can bring you joy as you think about who gave you the quilt or who it will be made for, maybe the expectancy of a new child that is that, that is on its way, that will one day be wrapped up in the softness of this quilt. And Luke chapter 2 describes the angels proclaiming the good news of Jesus' birth 
to the shepherds. The angels say in Luke chapter 2 verse 10, don't be afraid for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Everyone say for all the people. For all the people including you. So Christmas can be a time of joy as we gather with our friends and family, as we eat special meals, as we engage in traditions uh, and make memories you know, together. There's joy on Christmas morning as kids rip open the presents and they play with their newfound toys or joy felt in singing carols or felt as we sit cozy by the fireside. You know, we see advertisers who shout ads that promise joy uh, with new things and more stuff and upgraded items and shiny new gadgets. Hands up if you're hoping for a shiny new gadget or an upgraded thing tomorrow morning. Okay, thank you, Noah, for being honest. <laughs> we will see what Santa brings. But lasting joy comes from knowing Jesus as our Savior. You see, what happens is that come middle of January, the promised joy has seemed to have lessened, and we're left feeling maybe a little blah, and maybe even overwhelmed, as if you've ever felt those mid-January blues after Christmas is done. Right, because lasting joy isn't from that. Lasting joy comes from knowing Jesus as our saviour. Jesus came to save us from the penalty of sin and give us the hope of eternal life through his death and resurrection on the cross. Jesus, who came as a baby in the manger, lived a perfect life. He lived, he died, and he rose again. And he has made through this, he's made a way for us to be reconciled, to have our relationship mended with Father God. This is the good news of great joy that is for all the people, even you and even me. Friends, no amount of positive thinking will give you true joy. Because the Bible teaches us that joy comes from God and is the outcome of being united with him, of being connected with him. And as we are in Christ and as we know him as our saviour, the Holy Spirit is promised to be with us and in us. John chapter 14 verse 16. It's a supernatural inexpressible and glorious joy that comes from being in God's presence. 1 Peter 1 verse 8. And the Bible also teaches us that the joy of the Lord is our strength, that we can be filled with joy as we trust in him. Romans 15 verse 13, that as we praise and worship our God, he will fill us with joy. Psalm 32 verse number 11. So, do you need a little more joy this Christmas tide. Ask God to give you a new revelation of Jesus' birth. Praise God for this gift of sending Jesus to be our Saviour, the Saviour of all people, and then to know him, not just as the Saviour of all people, but to know him as your Saviour yourself. You know that angel who said, don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. That angel in Luke chapter 2 verse 10, well, that word good news in the old English, good news of great joy, is where we get the word tidings from. In the King James it says this, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Tidings of comfort and joy. So here's a pop quiz. Which words, which carol are those words from? Tidings of comfort and joy. Anyone can think of what, where it's from. We three kings, close, 
but not quite. Your half, your halfway. One very similar, yeah. God rest ye merry gentlemen. Yeah, it's 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 one of those old ones about blokes, right? We three kings. Oh, oh God rest ye merry gentlemen. So why don't we just uh, sing that together a cappella? God rest ye merry gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Saviour was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power when we were born astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Now you'll be pleased that when Wendy preached this last week, no one knew where it was from. So you guys did well knowing where that song was, uh, or where those lyrics were from. And if we look at the, the news, right, there's not a lot of good tidings. There's not a lot of good headlines. And if you read the, the news headlines of our region, or our province, or our country, or the world in which we live, or even your own circumstances, the headlines of your own life, it's easy to feel alone and isolated, to feel afraid and to feel exposed. But in Christ, the headlines are always tidings of comfort and joy. Tidings of comfort and joy. In other words, you are seen, you are loved, and you are treasured. And so these truths, as you place your trust in Christ, they wrap around your body and soul like a blanket, like a quilt. Stitched with loving hands that still bear scars. A blanket that's stitched for you. A blanket that brings joy in the good times and comfort in the hard times. And so in closing, on behalf of my family and our church, I want to wish you tidings of comfort and joy this season. So as you sit with, with your coffee tomorrow or later tonight, or hot apple cider, or your eggnog, or your hot chocolate, maybe wrapped up in a lovely Christmas quilt to keep you warm. May you know God's wonderful comfort this season and his everlasting joy.